Well, hello, everyone. My name is Keith Anderson. Welcome back to the Whirlwind Podcast. Okay, we're all set for another uh, discussion of mental health. Okay, and, and I'm super excited that we are continuing with our series of, of podcasts featuring uh, um, special guest speakers. Okay, and uh, today we have with us uh, Nikki Opera. Um, now, Nikki has been involved with uh, We're Living for some time, okay? A bit about her before we uh, bring her on board here, okay? Nikki is a graduate of uh, California State University in Fullerton with a bachelor's uh, in, in, in psychology. She's currently uh, pursuing her master's degree in social work at Arizona State University. She has written for many platforms, including MSN, The Mighty, Yahoo, and, of course, We're Living. She wrote for the for the uh, the blog uh, several times over the years, I do believe. Okay, so um, yeah, and so welcome, Nikki. Hi, thank you for having me. Good, good stuff. Okay, yes. Um, now I'm in Nova Scotia. Nick, Nikki's in California. Um, so hopefully technology will, will will be our friend today. Okay, and work with us. Um, Nikki is one of the co-authors of the book that we've just published. Okay, this past July. Life Worth Living, a Mental Health Anthology, um, and her chapter um, is chapter five. Here it is. Embracing the color of my skin and the reality of my depression. Okay. So, Nikki, again, welcome. And, uh, yeah, perhaps you could just, you know, you know describe for our listeners on how you got involved in, in mental health um, advocacy and, and, and your role as such. Yeah, uh, thank you again for having me. I, I've always enjoyed writing for Worth Living. Um, yeah, I got involved. Uh, I first um, got involved uh, with writing for mental health when I decided to like do a blog. Um, I had written my own like story and um, talked about my journey on my own blog. And then um, through writing and just journaling, I realized how much I um, I could really connect with them. Sure. And then it yeah. started this um, this thing in me, this passion in me to want to basically uh, let everyone know that they're not alone because I'm supposed to be in that lonely place. Um, so yeah, I just grew from there. I, I now work at a emergency psych hospital um, and I'm able to... Um, just be there for other patients as well. That's a neat part of your chapter, okay, when you talk about working at, at the hospital now, okay? What was your involvement with, with the hospital before that? I think more as, as, as a patient, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was about um, about like a two, a year or two ago. Um, yeah, that was a pretty difficult time in my life. Um, I think it all came through everything I had been through from like middle school to like struggling with friendships to struggling with focusing in school. Um, I think I had to, I was really forced to kind of take a pause in my life. Um, and I talk about this in the chapter of how um, being in a hospital and a lot of times we have this stigma that it's kind of like a prison or or bad for being hospitalized. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking a pause in your life. Um, and I think that's what being in the hospital was for me. Um, I went to the hospital. I was admitted um, because of my 
because of suicidal ideation. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was there for about three to four days. Um, and then I remember when I first got there, just being very ashamed of myself. I was kind of like, okay, I just graduated from college. How am I here? Um, yeah, I felt a lot of shame when I was there. Um, and then over the course of me being there, I started to see a lot of people who were just like me, very normal, um, kind of going through the same thing. I even met with my psychiatrist at that time. Um, and at that time she had asked me like, so what do you want to do after you get out of here? And at first I wasn't even thinking about what I was kind of like there, like, oh my gosh, I'm here, kind of dwelling on the fact that I was there. Sure. And then yeah. I really started to think about, oh, I think I actually want to work in this setting. Okay. Um, so it was, yeah. it's kind of cool how it all went full circle from there. They're working, helping other people. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that is the full, the full circle for sure, Nikki. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, commend you for that. That's, you know, for sure. Okay. Now, you, you mentioned as well in, in, your, in, your, in your chapter, in your chapter. Okay. Uh, um, um, the death of George Floyd and, and others. Okay. How, how did that impact your life at the time? Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a very huge uh, racial crisis that happened um, last year. Um, I think, you know, the black community has been struggling with police brutality for a long time. For sure. uh, yeah. I think this was the first time that we so um, horrific on TV, like brain every single day. And I think it actually caught everyone's eyes. Like everyone was like, what, like what is going on right now? Um, so that, that was really huge for me because it was the same thing for me. I would always hear about, you know, a lot of police brutality cases, but it was never so graphic like that for me. Sure. Um, so it really put me in this, kind of anxiety during that time. Um, and then I also, for the first time, saw what a, what happens to a community when they're holding things inside. Um, I think there is this um, kind of stigma in the Black community where we have to be strong. Mm -hmm. If we're not strong, then we're weak and we got to keep pushing through. Um, and I think for the first time, our community was like, okay, we really need to get help. So that was a really big thing that happened last year. Mm -hmm. um, and I also started to see like, okay, this is definitely, uh, this is definitely teach, teach us that it's important to communicate. It's important to talk to one another, to really express ourselves. Sure. Um, it was sure. at that time that I realized, okay, being in the hospital wasn't a shameful thing. It was actually a very, um, resourceful thing that happened to me. Um, so yeah, I think that was a very big, yeah, it was a very big uh, kind of changing point in my mentality about my mental health because okay. it really showed me the importance of like community, talking sure. to one another sure. um, and really talking about the hard things that are going on. Mm -hmm. Certainly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I remember an article that you wrote, I think it might have been last year for The Mighty. Yes. And you were, you were kind enough to allow, we're living to publish it as well, I do believe. Okay, if I, if I remember yes. correctly. Okay. Um, yeah, could you just 
tell us a little bit about that article? It was so powerful to me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Um, yeah, I wrote that. Um, yeah, a little after the news came out about George. That was anxious. I was like very anxious about going out to work. I was very anxious about my brother being in school. And so I just wanted to like write how I, I, was, I was feeling. And then if anyone else was feeling the same way, then great. But like I was, it was basically a kind of a thing for me of like, okay, this is kind of what I'm feeling. Let's see if anyone else is going through the same thing. And so I basically wrote about um, the different emotions that uh, we could be feeling right now, especially people in the Black community. Um, I wrote about like just the fear that's um, that's going on and um, how many of us don't really understand. We, we kind of look at how uh, the Black community reacted. Like we look at you know, they're, they were breaking down businesses and everything. And we, we see that as, okay, that's really wrong. And it, it was really wrong, but it as, okay, this is a, a hurt community. And it's a community that's been holding on to a lot of pain for a very long time. Um, so how, what can we do to change it? So yeah, that, that article was basically um, kind of spilling out what I was, the anxieties I was feeling and also kind of reminding everyone, okay, Let's look at what happens when a community is in pain and let's start listening to each other. Definitely. 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 And I remember when I read it, okay, it was just so powerful, okay, to, to me, okay, and it highlighted some things that I was not aware of, okay. Um, um, well, I think that's one of the positives, okay, about, uh, you know, with the word living, okay, if I can, you know, you know kind of boast for a moment okay, about uh, where we're living and, and the book that we've all written, okay, you know, the diversity of the people who have contributed is, is incredible. Okay, Nikki, you and I talk about that as, as we discussed, you know, preparing, okay, to come on to do the podcast tonight here. Okay, that it was, you know, a diverse group. Okay, and and, and we all bring, you know, different backgrounds and histories and even countries. Okay, like I said here, I'm in Canada, you're in the U.S. Okay, and then just, but yet we come together, we share, and we have a lot in common. We, we know that darkness mental health challenges we know that the, ch the difficulties we know that the stigma discrimination that that we've all faced because of it and other and other discrimination beyond that you know so to have have you as as, as a co-author has been you know, incredible okay so again i thank you for that okay yeah thank you but but as well when i read your i read your chapter early on when we were you know putting the book together of course back in the spring and then early summer months okay but i did like um, take some time to, to, to reread a, a couple of times and just you know refresh it okay in, in my mind and um but but throughout it there's a there's a theme that i take away of hope okay yes when you hear hope in, in your life what do you think what do you feel oh, that's a good question well hope to me is I think of it as like, it's not like the absence of like hardship and difficulty. Like we're always, as long as we live in this world, we're always gonna experience some type of hardship and difficulty. But I think hope is like um, the understanding that like, it will be okay. There is light at the end of the tunnel um, yeah. and that you yeah. do have people and resources. Um, yeah, that's, and that's a huge thing. It sounds very cliche because it's something that like, 
uh, we always say, like, just have hope and you'll be okay. But like, um, so when you're really in the thick of like darkness and like hardship, that's very hard to like really grasp. But um, it, it really is true that like, even in the midst of like going through some type of darkness or difficulty, um, really trying to, to know that, really trying to understand that, okay, this is not gonna be forever, that um, I have, I have, I have resources um, that can help through this. And yeah, there are many mental illnesses where it's like you live with that mental illness for the rest of your life, but there is still hope in that because even see it in the book that just published of like all these authors that they're still living with um, difficulty. They're still living with their mental illness, but they're flourishing in like everything that they're yep. doing. Um, even like just to see how she's doing right now and how she's able to speak out about her story. Like it's just such a mm-hmm. good, great example of what hope looked yep. like. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, hope's a big word for me. Okay. It, to me, it's, it's, it's the first step in her journey to recovery. Okay. And that, journey is not linear that's for sure there, there we go backwards and sideways and, and we stand slow sometimes okay it's a challenge to sort of get to a, a better place but it, over over time we hope to get there of course okay so that's the whole part okay for and for many years i had no hope at all my, for, for my life it had been shattered it had been gone it had been just you know just nil okay so my family had hope for me that i, I would have a better healthy life so I, I hung on to their hope for me. And then in time, like you mentioned, okay, I kind of got my, my own hope in my life. What kind of thought I could have had you know, a healthier life. Okay. And, and I, I worked at it. I worked hard to get healthy. Uh, I, I continue to do so. It is a journey. In the early days, people spoke about, you know, books like we've done. Okay. Stories. Okay, I don't like the word story any longer. I used to use it myself. I prefer the word journey because it's ongoing. It's continuous. It's, let's see what happens tonight and tomorrow. Okay, and next week, and next month, and next year. Okay, um, so it's a journey that we're all on. Okay, um, um, so you know, and, and hope is sort of the the worldly message: hope, healing, health, and happiness. It's sort of which represents again our journey. Okay, through 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 the darkness. Okay, and darkness, like you've used the word, I, I use the word often to, to describe you know, my dark days of depression. Okay, many many years, but hope, yeah, yeah it, it got me here today. Okay. Um, you know, there are still days you know, I go, nah, my life is not good. Okay. I, I wish, I wish this, wish that. Okay. But hope is, is still sort of the, you know, it gets me on track. Okay. Um, have a good day. Okay. Like the chat with you tonight, you know, um, um, Nikki, it's, 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 it's wonderful. Okay. It's special. It's important. You know, um, it's something to enjoy. Okay. I mean, I don't mean that in a flippant way at all. Okay, you know, you know, like I said, you and I are different, but we share so much. Okay, and and, okay. and and to come together over over this kind of a discussion yeah, is discussion so important. Is so important. And, and you and you yourself said, you know, you know, to, to tell people you know, to show people that you are not alone out there in the darkness. Okay, mm-hmm. and that is so important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the, yeah, that was really the main point of the whole like how much hope there is and also like for me to express 
how I came to skin as a black woman in America because I think that I I mean I spent some in the color of my skin. I spent so many years just feeling very um, insecure about sure. how I look, about who I was, and trying to find who I am in society. And when that, when the whole news about George Floyd came out, it really like shook all the the stability that I thought I had. The like, okay, uh, my place in society. So to see something like that, it can be scary to see someone that yeah. looks like you. Yeah. Um, being murdered by the people who are supposed to protect you. Sure. sure. It can really uh, lose hope. So, yeah, I, that's why I felt like the title that I put was very important because it also gives hope to people of color that sure. you can, um, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to... Um, yeah, it's it's fine to have all these emotions and feelings, but also understand that you're you're going to be okay. That um, there is hope. That um, even in a society where it seems like um, that you're not validated for who you are, that yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you're, there's still hope. <laughs> I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I think it's a, a very like important message. Exactly. exactly. No, repeat, repeat it. Okay, say it out loud. Repeat it again. I mean, that's sort of the message as well. Okay. You know, say those words, you know, hope. Okay. You'll be fine. You know, you're not alone. Okay. You've got the support. You've got your community, other people, other resources out there. Okay. I mean, that's so important to, to put out. So yeah, no, nothing wrong with repeating yourself. I, I do it all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> because hope is like, say, it's, it's, you know, it's a little word, but it, there's so much in it, right? There's so much substance yeah, in that word hope. Okay, and and I get that because it was part of my recovery, part of my life, still is. Okay, and that's why I, I kind of get a bit passionate about about the word. Okay, because it it holds such significance for my personal life, and hopefully, pardon the pun, but hopefully for others as well. Okay, you know that that they grasp the idea that there is hope for people. Okay, you know, and you, and you captured so well in your chapter. Okay, and what you what you what you said here this evening. Okay, that. You know, there is hope out there, okay? Um, in the darkest of days or moments, okay, that there is hope. Yes. Yeah. So any last words you'd like to throw in here, uh, Nikki, before we uh, wrap up? Um, I, I guess I did want to say, um, just to anyone that's, like, struggling with mental illness, and just also to people who may not fully understand what it's may have not gone through something so dark as like mental illness to understand that like mental, mental health advocacy, um, there's so much that goes into it. So like just being there for your friend who may, who you may see is expressing um, feelings of depression or anxiety um, is mental health advocacy. Even like, as I work as, as I told you, I work in a emergency psych hospital Yes. Um, I've seen, I've learned so much of like how much resources are very important when it comes to mental health advocacy and how much um, housing and uh, making sure there's access to health care, um, making sure that like we are listening to people of color who are who are screaming at the top of their lungs about um, 
not have not being treated the same way as um their white their white coworkers yeah. or friends. Um yeah, that's right all right part right. Of, yeah, that's all part of mental health advocacy. That's all part of yep. um being able to make sure there's hope for everybody um in society. So um, I think that's that's very important. And that's another reason why I went into mental health advocacy is to make sure that um, we're really um, expressing the importance of making sure everybody, no matter who they are, is having access to the resources that they need in order to get that hope. Yeah, yeah you're, you're spot on, Nikki. Okay, I agree completely. Okay. Um, that's why your voice is so important in, in this conversation, okay, on mental health. That's what my voice is. Okay, others, other people out there in the world who write and speak about their journeys and such. Okay, it's so important that the people know, who know the darkness, oh, the darkness, that are voices be Yes, and they are finally okay. I, you, it's it's wonderful to see. Okay, it's important that we be heard. Um. So yeah. So thanks, Nikki. Okay. Um, appreciate your time. Okay, and and. You know, keep advocating. Okay, we'll do more work and worth living. That's for sure. Okay, so thank you. Having me. Okay, take care.